The following podcast contains content which may not be suitable for all listeners. Full content warnings are available in the description. Previously on Meddling with Monsters. I'm Cassandra Gomez. This is my partner, Dane. It was a title. Now it's a name. Hi, Tempest Harker. So who are you? A professional. Do be careful. We've had a couple issues with some sailors going uh, missing at sea. Maybe there's something like a real big out there somewhere out in the, the deep. I tried to ask what it is, and it showed me a giant creature with a mouth, a circular ring of teeth. And it's suddenly nighttime, and there is a light out on the water. And you stare at that light, it grows and grows until it feels like all you can see. You see Dane hold up his hand and then freeze a little bit in place. And then Dane proceeds to just walk out into the water. Hey, what's up? It's a lovely late summer day on the beach of Sminthage. The salty coastal air flows gently across the sand and the waves lap steadily and rhythmically against the shore. Their reliable and comforting pulse providing the perfect backdrop for a relaxing afternoon. All of this serenity is lost on Dane, however. All he can see is an endless, blinding glow of white covering every inch of his vision, and all he can hear is a humming drone that blocks out all other sounds. He cannot hear his friends calling for him as he makes his way out into the ocean. The water is now creeping around his knees as he wades deeper and deeper in. Cassandra, you quickly realize that something is compelling Dane forward and that his actions are no longer his own. You instinctively know quick action needs to be taken to prevent something awful from happening to your friend. What do you do? Cassandra is going to... She's going to use one of the magic effects. Oh, okay. It is trap a specific person, minion, or monster, but using this trap to keep him in place from moving forward. Okay, so you're going to basically try to kind of hold person on Dane? Is that okay? Yeah, okay. do a hold person. Before you roll, I want to know, like, what, what do we see Cassandra do to cause that? You see Cassandra dig through her bag and pull out what looks to be dried bramble. Okay. And... With a quick whisper of words, it disappears into this thick black smoke and starts making its way towards Dane. Got it. Okay, that sounds great. So go ahead and roll for that. Let's use magic. That's plus weird. Plus weird. That is a nine. This is great because we haven't had this come up on a use magic roll yet, and it's very, very fun. It's one of my favorite parts of this game. You 
will succeed at what it is you're trying to do, but there's going to be what's called a glitch. Mm -hmm. And you might be able to see them, those list of glitches on the sheet, but I'll go ahead and read them off just for everyone else's reference. So on a use magic roll, on a seven to nine, you have to pick a glitch and it's one of the following. The effect is weakened. The effect is of short duration. You take minus one harm, ignore armor. The magic draws immediate unwelcome attention or it has a problematic side effect. So you get to pick what it is and then I get to pick how to interpret that. Let's pick your poison. Let's go with problematic side effect. Okay. I think I know what I can do with that pretty easily. So I assume that the smoke kind of blows over to Dane and he breathes it in and he is just locked in place, right? Dane, I think visually from your perspective, Mm -hmm. because Cassandra hasn't technically like banished this influence over you, they've just frozen. You still kind of mostly hear that white, or sorry, you hear that white, you hear that drone and you see that white all over your vision. Mm -hmm. But there's kind of like a little bit of a creeping black smoke around it and you sort of start to hear like some outside sounds of the ocean and some noise, but it's still very much faint and feels very far away. But Cassandra, you see that your spell or whatever it is that you've cast has worked and that Dane is no longer longer moving. He's now like a little bit above the knee. He's not in any severe danger of drowning or anything. And you know that it will hold him until you choose to to drop it, or at least, you know, for the next foreseeable future. (sighs) Okay. What just happened? I, I think whatever is out there took hold of him. Huh. Neat. So one thing I will say just as a little bit of detail, Dane still does have his arm pointed forward. And if you were able to see from the other side, you would see that the eye is still out and sort of looking out into the ocean. Oh, he's going to be real mad when he finds out how dry that eye is going to be. <laughs> Wait, say again? Eye? What? I'll explain later. Let's he's he's unable to move at this moment. Okay, so let's take this time to try to figure out what is going on and how we can break him out of this trance. Ashton is going to walk out and he's going to try to pull Dane back by like the back of his shirt if he can. I think you can pretty much just pull him. I don't think he can resist. He's still pretty heavy though. Right. How hard do you tug? Tug like I don't care if he would be choking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're probably decently strong, right? Like I think Tempest mentioned last time, they're strong in the way of someone who carries around heavy equipment. And I imagine that you're a similar type of sort of practically strong. Yeah, just about. So you give a, a sharp tug and this is part of what the side effect is kind of going to be like. Dane doesn't stagger back. Like they're just kind of stiff. And so they just sort of fall <laughs> just stiff like a domino <laughs> into the water. And they kind of fall on you a little bit. Uh, and so you both kind of get knocked into the ocean, get a little bit wet. And this now he- very heavy and also kind of it's almost like a little bit of a, a rigor mortis type deal. Like they're very, very stiff. So that's kind of the problematic side effect is Dane's not frozen in a very convenient sort of you can lead them around way, but they're just sort of like stiff. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, if if he can get back up and like try to pull him through the water, <laughs> yeah, just pull him yeah. back, just fully back onto dry land. He's just gonna be cursing the entire time. Just, uh... <laughs> you need, you need help there? You good? I don't, I don't need, I don't need help. It's just, it's just really fucking heavy. Okay, suit yourself. 
Looks like you do need help, but whatever. That's none of my business. I think we're sort of looking down the beach from like a side angle and it's uh, Cassandra and Tempest kind of standing like a little bit out of the water as Ashton just drags a very stiff mannequin dame across the beach. And finally, after like a lot of cursing and struggling, you sort of get them, you know, out of the way of the beach. They're maybe on their back and you're dragging them by their feet and they've still got the eye pointed outward, which Certainly, I think for the two of you, it's probably the first time you've seen Dane's eye, which is, you know, react to that as your character's will. Uh, Cassandra, you probably know that in multiple ways, this is a very conspicuous yeah. <laughs> position for Dane. Oh, like, no, this fuck is that? Oh, no. Saltwater got into the eye, too. He's going to be real cranky once I let him go. Wait, why does he have... What is that, like a body modification or something? I don't know. Like... I've never heard of eye implants. He just he just happened to be like that when I met him. I've never really bothered to ask because, I mean, <laughs> never really hindered anything that we did. Ashton's going to poke it. Do not poke the eye. He's going to poke it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I would probably let Dane here describe how the eye responds, but you notice that the eye is kind of glazed over a little bit and Dane's eyes look somewhat similar. You just kind of poke it, and it doesn't really respond, much like the rest of Dane's body. Should we close it? Do I see an eyelid, like, around it? Or is uh, it- no, it is just an eye in, like, a black void, and it almost looks like teeth, just like an opening lined with teeth. There's no actual form of lips. Does it look like a human eye, both in size and shape and everything? It looks like a human eye in terms of its shape and size, yes. The pupil is more akin to the cat's eye, though. Okay, so kind of that diamond-like yeah, shape. Yeah, diamond Got it. Shape. Okay, so you see this sort of cat human eye hanging out in the void, and you poke it, and it doesn't respond. Question for you, Cassandra, can you just sort of release this spell anytime you want? How does this work? Is there like a delay period? How does that happen? Well, in terms of this spell, Cassandra can release it whenever they please, but at this moment they're not going to because they're going to now walk over to check in on Dane. Yeah, we should probably tie him up or something. What are you doing to check on Dane? Mostly... Actually, she would probably have to release the spell in order to... mm, I mean, that's up to you. Sit on him. Look, just hold him down. Oh my god. <laughs> what? This is a, not the worst suggestion I've had. Do you see how large he is? There's three of us. Well, I guess if you want to hold down one of the arms and <laughs> this one over here hold that one, the other arm down. When I let go of the spell, I need you to quickly keep him down. All right. They walk over and take an arm. Can do. Before Cassandra releases the spell, Cassandra takes a bottle of eye solution out of their bag and then washes the eye first. (laughs) I really don't want to deal with his grumpiness right now. And then after that, releases the spell. I think we established maybe it's the right arm that's pointed out. Is that fair, Dane? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so who's taking the right arm and who's taking the left arm, just for the sake of clarity here? Do you want to take the arm with the visible eye (laughs) hanging out on it? I think, actually, Tempest would, because I want a better look at it. Okay, that's fair. So I want both of you to just make act-under-pressure rolls here. 
Okay. Just to see how good you hold. hold. And that's I'm. Uh, that's two d six. That's two d six plus your cool. So that's ten. Um, that's a ten. Jane immediately kind of starts trying to kind of move and get back up, but you both are able to surprisingly hold him down between the two of you, just kind of holding the arms down. So Cassandra, Dane is very much not still with it yet. All your spell did was sort of cease the, the motor functions from working. So are we currently like struggling to hold him down? It's not a huge struggle because, you know, you rolled pretty well, but if you stop trying to do it, then yes, like okay. he will get up. We're still asserting force. So Ashen will, he won't break eye contact with holding his arm down and everything, but yeah. he'll, uh, I'll say, uh, I once knew a bloke who had something like this happen. And, you know, the only way we could get him out of it, it was piss, piss on the face. <laughs> it, that's the only way that might, be, maybe that's it. We're not going to start with that. It's like a jellyfish sting. It's, it's, that it's doesn't just work piss either. on the face. That's an urban myth. Maybe where you're from. <laughs> Look, which of us knows anything about jellyfish? <laughs> I've seen all kinds of jellyfish. Rainbow really? cracking jellyfish. Okay, so what are you going to do now? Hmm. If I knew what was getting him, it'd be easier to release him from him. But I have no idea what's out there. And then Cassandra starts digging through the bag and just starts pulling out random things from it, things that shouldn't fit. First, you see, like, the sword come out, because that's taking up the most room in there. So you just see this, you know, you see the sword that Dane's been really wanting fall into the ground. You see a whole entire first aid kit come out of there. And what look to be various empty paper bags before Cassandra stops at one and then says, huh. I didn't realize we still had gummy bears. That's hilarious. <laughs> what do you land on? Cassandra lands on the gummy bears. Okay. And um, goes over to Dane and just leans over. It's like, hey, Dane, I still have gummy bears left. Roll manipulate someone here. Uh, I guess question <laughs> for you, Dane. Do you like gummy bears? Oh, yeah. You can take a plus one then for the gummy bear roll. I will be very generous. That is a seven. As we've established before, they'll do it, but only if you show them right now, you really mean it. So I, I don't know. What do you do in this case? <laughs> I will eat them all if you don't snap out of it. <laughs> you know how some smells are kind of triggering both positively and negatively. In this case, I think it's a positive trigger. There's that smell of gummy bears and just sort of just kind of rainbow sweetness sort of pushes out some of that white. I mean, you just can describe what you do, but I imagine it's kind of like one of those dogs when you put like a treat under their nose and they kind of, they're sleeping and they sort of start to wake <laughs> oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, Dana, thank you. <laughs> this is the funniest thing. It's like going to be one of those moments where Dane is there, just kind of the glazed look over their eyes and at the mention of gummy bears starts to finally come to, but at the mention of them being taken away from him, he just jolts too and he says, no. You won't eat the gummy bears. I will have them fall for myself. Welcome back. You bolt up and you first you're like, no, I want gummy bears. And then it's sort of like waking up from a dream a little bit. It sort of hits you like you start to realize like, oh, I've probably lost a minute or two there. You can kind of remember a little bit of that feeling, even though it's a bit fuzzy. All right. You two can let go of his arms now. He's fine. 
as they let go of Dane's arms, the right arm, the one that has the open mouth and eye in it, the eye darts around for a moment trying to reacquaint itself, and then the mouth shuts. It almost seals like a zipper, the flesh kind of stitching back together, reforming that scar on across their palm. And Dane kind of jerks his arms back to himself. Just an important question because I think it establishes the relationship between you and these eyes. We sort of jokingly mentioned it got some salt in it. Does it actually hurt like an actual eye or does it feel separate from you? It's separate. He can kind of get feelings, vague fringe feelings of like what they can experience, but it's never quite himself, you know. Got it. Got it. So you're not like immediately like super grumpy about it. No. Um, at no. least not. Maybe you're grumpy that someone touched it or whatever, yeah, but you're yeah, not yeah. like physically in pain. Yeah. Okay. As they kind of hold, uh, take their arms back to themselves, they look at both of them. What are you doing with my arms? Keeping you from drowning yourself. I can't drown. Uh, Dane. What? Dane, that was on me. I told them to do that because you were wandering into the water in a trance. Mm. So, that was on me. And then hands over the the bag of gummy bears to Dane will take a moment as they're trying to kind of think about everything that's just happened and then their attention immediately turns to the gummy bears and they snatch the bag. Thank you. Hopefully they're not the sugar-free kind. No. Dane would be so Dane would be so upset. He would he would throw them into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we've been very patient. What just happened? Give me a moment. Okay. So I'll explain as I'm picking up this mess and then Cassandra's like putting things back into the into the messenger bag. Tempest hands them things. Okay, so first of all, first of all, we need to start out with where where are we starting because a lot of things happened. Let's start with walking into the ocean. And you know what? Actually, let's start before that with staring off into the ocean, talking to no one. I can see spirits. They are silent for a moment. They take a second to process and go, okay. Are you expecting something more to that? I'm trying to figure out what that means exactly. It means exactly what they said. They can see spirits. I thought you said I have an old that could see spirits. Like ghosts, fairies, that kind of thing? Dane shrugs, looks at Cassandra. It, it's ghosts. I can see ghosts. Fair, fairies do not rely on the sight. They kind of just appear when they want to. But no, I see ghosts. I love that the response isn't fairies aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> no, fairies don't work like that. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Okay, we're going to skip over the realness of ghosts and spirits for now to move on to the next question. What just happened to Dane? Which part? Like I said, Dane was put into a trance, most likely by the creature out there. No idea how. Hmm. Tempest stares straight ahead because they do not believe in magic or ghosts or spirits, but they also know that a, these guys are their only lead, and B, they know way more about this than they do. 
So they're not going to argue just yet. Again, that's also just my hunch. It was the creature. Dane, what were you doing out there? I was trying to look into last night. I wanted to get a better view. I've been watching you do your work, and I thought maybe, maybe I could try something different. Ah, oh, okay. Ashton will pipe up and go, did you? Sorry, big strong man. Did you say you were trying to look into yesterday? Like, last night, what happened, all that? Yes. How? How do you, how do you, what's with the eyes? Like, where did you, where, how, why? How? Yeah, that. Dane will take a quick look around at the beach. Is it just our group at the, on the beach? That's a good question. I'm going to be kind of generous. I think practically speaking, it probably shouldn't be, but y'all technically got everyone to leave with the seal. So I think you don't, let me put it this way. Unless you really look harder, you don't kind of see anyone immediately around you. Maybe there's a few people way down in the distance and then the other way. It's, it's a beach. Yeah, but I just don't need anybody close enough that they can see fine details. That's all. Yeah, I think, so. I think you're safe on that. At least as far as you can tell from a, a glance to your left and right. Dane will take this moment and hold out their right arm, the one that had the open mouth and eye on it, and they will uh, tell the rest of the group, don't scream. And all of the scars on their arm will open up into rows of teeth and eyes and tongues will poke out and slither around as Dane shows them. And they hold that for a couple seconds before they all shudder and shut close as the flesh knits back together. Tempest does not scream, but they do clap their hands over their mouth and make a sort of strangled noise. <laughs> Cassandra has no reaction. <laughs> Ashton looks at it like a child at the aquarium. Oh! <laughs> That's so perfect. I love it. Hey. Do you try to touch any of it, Ashton? It's like that, like, gliding hand over, but uh, he doesn't want to touch it. He's, he's kind of afraid that it might oh, take his hand. What the f- What the fuck? Hey, do you, do you want to see something else that those mouths can do? Hey, Dane, can I have a gummy bear? Mm, sure. And I thought that was going to go a different direction at first. You want to see what else that mouth can do? Oh, no. Someone was going to have that joke at some point when you're literally made of mouths. So best that we get it out of the way sooner so that we can keep making it later. It's like, hey, Dane, what'd that mouth do? Dane, rule 34. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Dane will give them a handful of gummy bears. And then Cassandra will step back. She steps and then will toss a gummy bear towards the arm. Whichever one of the scars that the gummy bear lands closest to, it will open up, snatch it, and eat it. And you can see it, like, chewing underneath the skin. And Cassandra just has a smile on their face as they're doing this. What? Oh, my God. What the hell even are you? That's so cool. Cassandra offers some gummy bears to the boat to both Tempest and Ashton. You want to try it? <laughs> I think they will reach out very slowly and grab a gummy bear and then just toss. Okay. Where are you aiming on Dane? Um, just generally like near the arm, but I don't know how good their throwing arm is. So good. If they get close or it's like not out of range, Dane will move his arm and then whatever closest one will open up, move it and snatch. And if it's one of the mouths that has a tongue, the tongue will wrap around the gummy bear and you get in. Oh, that's fucking great. The tongues are kind of long, right? Like they, yeah, they, can, they can be pretty long. Okay. Okay. 
All right. That's... All right, that, that's happening. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. You see that Dane is not really phased by Tempest's response, but at Ashton, it's like kind of like, that's new. <laughs> Does it always do that? Does it change? What? What changes? Like, you know, does it always eat? Yes. Don't we all? Interesting. Look, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking that any normal rules do not apply. No, they don't when it comes to me. Fascinating. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we are dealing with the paranormal. Whatever rules do, whatever rules there are, well... You could just throw them out the window. Noted. Ashton's gonna throw his gummy bear as well. But Very instead important. of at the arm, he will accidentally throw it at his face. At that point, Dane will catch it with his own mouth. And yeah, just... <laughs> at least that one I can taste. You can't taste with the others? No. They're not mine. Any of them? Have you tested it? Yes. Interesting. Thank you. So where would y'all go next or do next, given, you know, what you've just experienced? Mm. I guess that's a good question. Well, Ashton is... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go on. No, after you. <laughs> okay, we're not doing this back and forth. I'll go. <laughs> um, so uh, Cassandra looks at Dan and it's like, yeah, remember we came down here with the intention of asking, you know, like, the family of, like, the victims and stuff like that. Mm, right. Well, do we have any names for the people that have gone missing? Um, we've established Dale Summers, so yeah. maybe y'all have heard that's probably the latest victim. Okay. So. Um, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's in the newspaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's a small town. I am kind of curious as like a little bit of a side thing. Tempest, you kind of do know that a little bit sooner rather than later, if you want to stick to your responsibilities, that you should go do some clam science. Now, I don't necessarily want you to go do clam science, although I'll happily play that scene out if you choose to. But I am kind of curious where Tempest's head is at. Are you just like, fuck that, I'm completely blowing it off? Are you... Tempest is currently going, okay, it's not an immediate problem, but they're like oh, fuck, I really can't afford to miss this because then there will be real consequences. But also, God, this I want to find this out. So they are debating with themselves, but it is currently a, well, I don't have to, I've got a couple hours. We'll see what happens in a couple hours. I was going to ask, since Ashton has been in the area for a little while, I think you would have like a list of like maybe a few people that have gone missing. Yeah, I think we listed about a half dozen Folks, I am just going to literally, I'm not even going to hide that I'm doing this. I'm just going to pull up a random name generator and get you some names. Nice. Because there's no, I did not bother to name six different boat victims. I really, <laughs> like, I don't have to oh, even damn. pretend that I didn't do that. Right, I just gave you, there's some names there. I think you know a few names you can go ask. These will become, and then Dale Summers is the latest one. Ashton will pipe up and he'll go, uh, he'll say... I, uh, I know a few people that have gone missing. Uh, you got Maxwell, Violet, Amelia, Jim, good old Jim, 
Poor bastard. <laughs> did, you, did you even know Jim in any... <laughs> Never got to know Jim. <laughs> he had a nice hair. He had nice hair. He was... He, he held it in high regard. But uh, if you're looking for trying to find him, uh, I can definitely help with that. I mean, it's uh, kind of my job. Lead the way, interesting human. He'll nod. So Ashton, if you have these lists of names, where would you go to like the residence of their kin? Would you go down to the docks and start just asking around about them? Like, what's your method here? Would the docks have a dude who runs like the place? Like make sure that like, shit, that's actually like boats a great, are supposed to be. Yeah, that's a very good question. Would a public dock have someone? Daisy, I feel like you might know this. Would there be someone there who... I, I knew you were about to ask. Sorry, it's um, okay if you don't know. I just no, figured I'd ask. No, it's okay. I, I do. Okay, so the way the marinas would work is that people buy spaces. So there's normally someone there, like, at the desk to run everything, and there's also people there to help with fueling, that kind of thing, rent equipment, or, like, if, if you're in an area where people go tubing, they'll rent tubes and life jackets and stuff. There will be people around on these docks who work there. Okay, yeah, I, so, yes, perfect. Yeah, I would say that we would go to the head honcho, uh, whatever his name is, because I'm sure Ashton has met with this person before. Actually, then, you know what? You tell me what the name is. Oops. <laughs> uh, Heath. Heath, okay. Well, was it speaking of names while they're heading down? Cassandra's like... So I don't keep calling you, like, by just random nouns or something. Uh, are you going to tell us your name now? No. Okay, what do you want us to call you then? Whatever. I think I will call you... Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> I was thinking it was more of a, like, John situation, but Bill has a nice ring to it. John is bland. Bill is plain but interesting. You know what? You're right. <laughs> Does Ashton pretty much just never give out? Do you give out pseudonyms? Do you just never get out your name if you don't have to? Like, what is your approach to that? He's never had a reason to give people his name unless he was specifically working for them to, like, go kill something. Yeah. I mean, his mom obviously knew his name, along with, like, the other... I hope. <laughs> along with the other hunters that she worked with, they obviously know his name, so if we ever come across one of them, they would know his name. Just, like, a select few. I also want to establish that I am purchasing a promise ring for Dane here. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, true love waits. In the immediate, then, I think you make your way down to the docks. There's no reason to be around the bush about this. You know where Heath's office is, and you probably just go up and knock. Yep, I I, I do uh, a good old-fashioned, like, uh, let's see if my mic picks this up. You knock on the door, and it, it swings open, and I picture Heath is probably a little bit of an older guy, maybe a little grungy. He works at a dock all day, so he probably doesn't smell great. Is this all track for you, Ashton? Yeah, that sounds about right. He goes, hey, uh, oh, it's you again. What do you want Heath, this time? Heath, how are you doing? I'm doing great, but I could have done without seeing your ugly mug again. 
Yeah, same here. Uh, so we got some friends here. Uh, they want to know about Jim. Oh, Jim. Jim with the nice hair, right there, Jim. Yeah, beautiful bastard. Hey, so they want to know... Uh, we're here for information about Jim. You know, how I was the other week with the bagels. You... Do we need to rehash the whole bagel thing again? I thought we, no, I mean, we that's part of the reason I didn't want to see your ugly face red. down here again. We are fine. <laughs> I think we should rehash the whole no. bagel thing, because no, I don't have time it's for that. It's not a code red. All right, you know what? All right, Heath, tell them what you told me about, you know, what what Jim was doing on the docks the day he, he, the day he left. I mean, look, there's... Two simple things you gotta know about Jim Henderson. He cared about two things in life. He cared about his hair and his boat. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, he was, uh, you know, he kind of liked to go out a little late. Uh, you know, kind of like some folks that get you away from more of the touristy situation, get you out on the water at night. You know, different types of fish that's biting. And he went out there and uh, didn't come back. I mean, I don't, I don't know, was there more, like, uh, information you were looking for? It's, it's, I mean, Jim, it is a bit... It's certainly not like Jim to be reckless. Like I said, he cared about his boat a lot. He never drank while he was out on it. At least not very much. I, I don't know, it's it strange. Yeah, yeah. Did, uh, did Jim look, uh... It was, did he look, like, out of it or anything? Like, like he wasn't, he wasn't really, uh, you know, right in the head, you know? That's going to be an investigative mystery role right there. Because that's oh going to kind of determine what Heath will know slash give you. What am I adding? Uh, you're going to add your sharp to that. Oh, boy. All right. Ooh. That's a 10. Damn, y'all roll really well. Today is the day of the 10s. What are the two questions you want to ask? Get out of this. And I want to emphasize with investigative mystery, it does not have to be that your character is literally asking these questions in the game, like word for word. It's more like, what is the type of information you're trying to get out of this? I mean, what happened here, I guess? Well, so you asked if he was out of it. Yeah, are you suspecting that maybe the monster did something to him to make him out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be more like, uh, what can it do? So I think we'll go with that. What can it do? All right, we're gonna go with what can it do. Does I... I don't know. I mean, he looked pretty normal. Like I said, I don't. His schedule had been pretty straight. He went out before. There's not too much going on there. So what I'm gonna give you from this, in case it's not obvious, is it didn't seem like he. It seemed like whatever happened to him happened to him out on the water more so than something that necessarily sort of primed him to begin with. Okay. And then I have one more question. Yeah, you do if you want to spend it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, let's see. Could you uh, show these blokes the the point on the map where he actually went missing, or when his when he stopped responding to stuff? Uh, if if we, that's a thing. Oh, then this is another question. I'm sorry, Daisy. You're just like someone else is going to be for the next arc. <laughs> we'll be our expert on whatever <laughs> that place is. It's okay. Is it sort of like an air traffic control situation where you would actually be radioing back, or you'd probably just be out in the water, kind of silent? He would have a radio. I don't believe he would be radioing his coordinates at all times unless there was something up. Normally, radio oh, is just what like you use to call the Coast Guard when your boat starts sinking, that kind of thing. In my personal experience, before anyone comes at me with, well, I keep my radio on 24-7 and GPS track back to the dock. 
No, this is a small fishing thing, so you wouldn't have, like, submitted your course anywhere. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. I think what you'll get from this, where did it go? <laughs> um, and it being Jim. Well, I, uh, you know, I mean, he, I, he radioed back a couple of times. You know, sometimes when I'm having the late shift, I'll talk with the guys out on the water a little bit, uh, especially if stuff isn't biting. But he he was quiet there for a long for a long time uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, and I, uh... Yeah, I mean, I just figured he was like, you know, I have a whiff of thoughts or something. Well, maybe the fish finally started biting. I can give you, and he kind of pulls out a map. I assume that you've established a rapport with this person a little bit, which is probably why they're more likely to give you some info. Yeah, he's come down here two or three times to talk to Heath. I am kind of curious. You're not necessarily great with people, so what would you do in that circumstance? So, I mean, like, Ashton was thought that, like, he will have to interact with some people in order to get farther along with hunting things. So, I mean, he can, he can talk to people. It's just it doesn't end out well, like how we saw at Danny's. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, first time he came down, he asked a few questions, got to know the guy's name and all that. Second time he came down and he was like talking. He asked for like a map of the ocean, not a map of the ocean that sounded real dumb now that I think about it. No, like a chart? Yeah, yeah like they, a chart. They, they do have those. I'm not good with words. I used to have them on my walls and I could show you. And, you know, they spent, like, an afternoon together just, like, Ashton over in the corner just searching through stuff. And then, like, Heath was asking him to leave and he refused to leave and, you know, he didn't really want to exert himself, so he let him stay. Yeah, okay. So you're kind of like a cockroach. You just sort of hang around until eventually. <laughs> Every now and then, Ashton was like, if anyone comes down here, like, asking for me or, like, something like that, uh, it's, a, it's a code red. He'll go on about, like, situations that might yeah, arise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that it seems like when you land somewhere, you get, like, a point person. That would seem like your MO, yeah. especially with, like, your whole, you know, safe houses, everything like yeah. that. So, yeah, um, you know, here's that shot we were looking at the other day. I... Somewhere out about, he kind of circles a block of water, maybe a, a couple miles out. Nothing too extreme, you know. It's, and it's a relatively large area too. It's not super specific. He's like, it's probably somewhere around in that area. That's where a lot of the guys go out to, uh, to fish at night. Do you, uh, and you know, I heard about a, a Dale uh, when on a, a Mr. Two the other night. Do you, uh, you hear anything about that? You got to uh, get to the ground on anything there? I'm afraid not. No, I don't know much about what's been going on, but, uh, you know, uh, he, he'll gesture to the three new people behind him that he met just today. Um, and he'll go, uh, yeah, these, uh, these guys right here, they helped me out with, uh, finding, finding out they seem to have some. Hey, if we were interested in doing some fishing, uh, how easy would it be to rent a boat? Well, actually, it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty, pretty decent. I think of some of the folks are actually a little spooked. So, uh, business, you know, business out there been eating them up. But, uh, yeah, no, we can, uh, we probably work something out. Uh, what kind of boat were you looking for? Mm, something pretty small, probably. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I think we can make that work. He gives you a price. It's more expensive than you on your grad student budget would like to pay. For what I think maybe you're realizing is a little bit of a whim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely keep it in mind. I'll get back to you. But if we wanted to try some night fishing, where would the best spots be? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, 
Despite his untimely demise, what Jim went out is pretty good. And there's also a couple spots, and he circles a couple spots. Like, if you do want, um, you know, if you're going maybe more a little bit for the scenic part of it than for anything else, uh, you can go a little ways off the coast here by the uh, by the lighthouse. And so he circles um, a point on the map up on one of the peninsulas that juts out where there's a, a lighthouse pointing out. He kind of circles the spot where Jim was at. And then I think he's like, yeah, I mean, those are the kind of the main, main spots people go. It's not a, you know, a pretty small town. There's kind of the few, few spots. Great, thank you. Yeah, you know, just keep, uh, keep a watch out for things. People, uh, you know, uh, Jim and uh, Dale and folks, like, they weren't like inexperienced boat people, so I don't know what's uh, going on, but, uh, you know, stay safe out on the water. You know, if you die out there, it's going to be bad for business for us again, so be careful. Yeah, we'll stay safe, Heath. You have a good night. Tell the wife I said hi. It's the middle of the day, but thanks. Shit, time. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, because I was a little bit lost on this too, I think we established Tempest got in around noon-ish. So it's probably like two or so at the latest, I think, at this point. I don't think much time has passed. And it's also like a little bit late summer, so the days are fairly long. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll have a good night whenever one comes around. Yep. Yep. Let me know if you find anything, you know, just, uh, you, you know, remember your old buddy Heath over here. Will do, Heath. Will do. Thank you for your help. Hey, everyone. It is your DM, Dana, here with just another quick mid-break. I just wanted to say a huge thanks to everyone who's listened to the show so far. We've really just kind of been... Super, super happy with the response, uh, all the listens and feedback and everything we've gotten so far. So thank you so much for that. If you haven't yet, please follow us on Twitter at MeddlingPod and tweet at us with the hashtag MeddlingPod. And who knows, maybe we'll get the chance to use your name for an NPC in one of the upcoming episodes. Anyways, that's really all I have for this week. Again, thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Our next episode will be on Tuesday, February 2nd, so I will talk to you all then. Thanks. Bye. All right. So with that new little bit of info, what might y'all do next? You can certainly still try to talk to people who knew the victims more. I think you know a little bit about you know, where you could go if you wanted to try to encounter this thing. I think Tempest's plan is to get a boat and go out there at night. <laughs> but I don't know what y'all are planning on. Well, Dane kind of wants to do that, but for entirely selfish reasons. But yeah, like, got to figure out more before going to beat this thing up. Certainly. If we, if possible, or yes, whatever. I do, I do agree about going on out onto a boat, but I don't think a small boat is going to do. Dane will turn to Tempest. Your friend, the one, the, the odd one, they have a boat. Do you know of its size, its capability? No, I'm assuming it's not like a speedboat or anything. Let us go find out. Okay, but I think A, I don't know if Tempest knows Andy's address off the top of their head. And B, I think they think that if they show up, Andy would be like, oh, great, it's time to do clam science. Two things I'll give you. The good news is I think you would know the address. Maybe Andy even gave it to you to come by later. Mm -hmm. um, the bad news is absolutely 100% they will just want to do clam science. Yeah, it's like, 
so maybe let's not do that just yet, exactly. We don't have to tell them. I'm not stealing his boat. Why not? It is repurposing their boat. One, because they're really nice and I also need them. They will not come to harm. We will not take them with us. We will give them another boat. One, that implies that we're going to A, destroy the boat, which they will not be pleased with even if we give them another one. Do you have another one? I can acquire another. I can take care of it. Cassandra can take care of it. How? It is Cassandra. They are capable. Of manifesting boats from midair? They are capable of many things. I have not yet seen that. But it is not outside of the question. Roll plus boat. (laughs) (laughs) It's more along the lines of, well... I have connections. I have some money. Don't worry about it. So why don't we use those connections to get a boat instead of stealing stealing one? Because why waste resources? (laughs) Your lack of response tells me much. (laughs) You are going to need someone who can drive this thing. Can any of you drive a boat? Ashton will raise his hand. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Ashton, can you drive a boat? Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell if Ashton is telling the truth? That's actually a decent point. Ashton, like, how, how clear is it that you're lying? He is so confident that he can <laughs> pilot a boat. Yeah, I think it's probably hard to tell, because, like, if Ashton could actually pilot a boat, they'd probably seem this confident either way. Yeah. And if they cannot... If it is a traditional boat, one without a motor, then I too can drive the boat. Can sail on the high seas like a proper pirate. Give <laughs> <laughs> Dane an uh, eye patch and a peg leg, right? Hey, they'd fit right in. <laughs> there goes Tempest's only bargaining chip of being the only one who knows about boats. Okay, and then just like, look, we are not stealing from Andy unless we have no other option. We can't. We can ask if that makes you feel better. The moment I walk over there, I'm going to have to do clam science for the next however many hours. So I'd rather avoid that. I'll keep him busy. I mean, idea. Uh, you do clam science. We go out onto the seven seas and find this thing. And, you know, everyone wins. No. Like hell you are doing this without me. Tempest comes along. It was part of the deal. Thank you. I will be honest here. I will be honest here. Tempest, what do you bring in terms of fighting what looks to be a large water creature? One that lures people in with bioluminescence and seems to put people in a trance. They look very excited at the prospect of that, but uh, one, I know the most about water and ocean creatures of probably anyone here. I've been in the ocean. I'm talking about your fighting skills. Can you operate weapons? Yes. Okay, then we're good. I just wanted to make sure. You take that at face value pretty quick. (laughs) I'm looking at Tempest inventory. They do have a gun. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. That is perfect. Okay, now, fair point, because (laughs) what type of gun... And why would you have brought it with you? Uh, it is listed as a magnum, which is a handgun. I believe that Tempest A enjoys target shooting, and B is paranoid. 
All right, those are two. That is good enough reason in America to own a gun. Um, <laughs> yeah. And to carry it with them in their back at hey, all Thomas, times. What do you have there? A gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have a gun. And which probably does actually lend a small bit of credence, at least to your, like, I can handle weapons. Like, you've probably never killed anything. Maybe you've gone hunting. I don't know. But I do not believe that they have ever been hunting. Okay. They have, what things they have killed have been like, you know, sometimes you are shark tagging and you pull up a blue fish and you stick hook in its back and you throw it back over the side for sharks. That is the closest they've done. You know, they've killed sure. fish. The duality of our team. It's just... <laughs> professional hunter never hunted a day in their life yeah mm -hmm. and then there's yeah. dane off on the side it, an actual monster yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's a i don't know there's a political compass meme in there somewhere so you you know you have a gun you know you guys could go out in the ocean but just to kind of keep things moving you know what would you guys do with the info you've just gotten from ashton slash heath um I want to see if Tempest can read charts. I want to see if they can sort of, given the locations of these fishing spots, um, try and come up with a general area in which they should start looking. Out on the ocean? Yes. Okay. Just for future reference. Just to clarify here, because they gave you a couple spots on the map. What are you trying to add to the information that you've gained? I think they would want to see who went missing where if they have access to that information and then basically be like, list of most likely spots by disappearances. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm okay with that. So go ahead and roll investigate a mystery then. Okay, that's... Yes, I could do this math easily in my head, but why would I? Ten. Jesus, it's always a 10. It's not ever even, it's rarely ever even an 11 or a 12. It's just a 10. <laughs> Once I start rolling, it's going to get bad. So, yeah, I probably. mean, like, it's just going to be, I'm going to roll like, I'm going to roll like fours. Have we rolled anything other than 10s? We've only rolled 10 so yeah, far, so I think. No, oh, no, wait, there was one seven. Yeah. yeah, so means I'm going to be at the bottom of this tier. Right here, All right, so. that's fair. So you get to ask. It sucks to suck. That's right. You get to ask two questions from the list. I think they want to know where did it go? I don't know if they would be able to find that out. So this is what I think you know. I'm going to give you this. You as an ocean person would know. I forget how far out it is before you have like the coastal, you know, drop off. Right. But most of the fishing spots are I'm going to say all the fishing spots you can see are before that really happens. Yeah. We're in like sublitoral at, at most. Is that reasonable? Yeah, sure. I'm going to pretend I know exactly what that means, but it sounds about right. For what I'm to say. <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to give you here is like you have a sense of the size of this thing. It probably doesn't just hang out in shallow waters. So if the boat started there and that's where they were fishing, something had to bring them out maybe into the deeper ocean, which sort of lends credence to, you know, the whole lure theory. Yeah. So kind of what I'm sort of giving you here is, you know, that there's spots that you got mm -hmm. from Heath and stuff. They're not necessarily going to be the spots where the monster is, but they are going to be somewhere you could go to maybe find whatever's luring people to the monster, have an encounter there. If Tempest has at this point figured out that they are being lured out into deeper water, but they want to know, their curiosity is that A, this is a clearly a very large predator, who, but this is not a common occurrence in these waters. 
So either something woke it up or it left its normal hunting grounds. Um, that's what they are thinking of like, okay, what occurred that could have caused that started this happening? I might actually go with what happened. You know, it could be that something that lives large under the ocean has been driven up maybe through some sort of bizarre chain reaction of climate change that has like altered its environment and driven it away. That's an option. Um, I think you don't necessarily know of anything about this time of year that would cause certainly nothing of this size to be like in the area. Mm -hmm. The fact that it so much of the things that you assume to be victims of this creature have been kind of only half eaten. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Sort of weirdly suggests that this thing is not operating, strictly speaking, on kind of natural predatory instincts. That there is, you know, if you were a large predator, typically a large predator, you know, you eat what you can and then you don't eat for a while. You know, like snakes will eat these big, you know, will swallow whole things and then not eat for weeks or whatever. And it's probably not a mammal, so it doesn't need to eat all the time. Yeah, so its actions, I'm kind of just going to really hit this home, are not that of a natural predator in the sense of one that is like a, just some big monster that sort of wandered in and is now eating things. There's something a little bit more to it than that. And I think you kind of know from that, this is probably not the most comforting thing for Tempest, that assuming that it's strictly speaking going to act like a natural animal is probably not the safest and smartest bet to go with. I'm answering a lot of questions for you there, but it's all kind of small negative information. So I feel like that balances out. Yeah. So I think what they would like share of their conclusions with the others is that A, the bringing it out to the sea thing and B, this does obviously, this does not make sense for a predator. It would not be eating something and then throwing it up unless it was like trying to feed its young or something. something, But then it wouldn't just get lost. It would get eaten by that. So it does not behave in the way of anything Tempest has experienced. Typically, like, you know, evolution forces you to be efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's sort of a gross inefficiency about the way this thing has been attacking. You know how the trophic levels work. You know how much energy a creature of this size needs and how much energy is expended by hunting. So wasting it like this makes no sense whatsoever. So Cassandra is digging through their bag as they ask this question. So, so we saw the seal that was regurgitated, but were there any remnants left of any of the people who went missing or their boats? I didn't find anything. Uh, nothing, nothing showed up. Hmm. So it looks like this thing exclusively hunts. Well, at least we know it hunts and consumes humans. I mean, uh, just like with the, how we find the seal, seal the, uh, if you, I, what would it be, like a few hours ago from now? Or like at least an hour? Yeah, probably within the hour. When we uh, found the seal about an hour ago, uh, I saw, uh, a bit before I saw your, you, uh, your, your guys' group, uh, I found a, uh, an octopus on the, the same situation. Uh, from what I can tell, it wasn't really corrosive like the seal was, though I didn't really care to actually touch it. Uh. 
I'll just retcon a couple small things there so that we're clear. I think I, I think I mentioned a little bit of how it was digested, and also I mentioned it was a squid. I, we, we flipped back and forth. I think I said right, squid right, right. because a squid would be larger. Right. Uh, although it could be that Ashton would just say octopus that almost does seem on brand. <laughs> Must know the difference between a squid yeah, right. and an octopus. No. <laughs> he only deals in uh, rainbow krakens. Yeah, exactly. Rainbow krakens, yeah. He can tell you all the different types of rainbow krakens. But. Exactly. This might, uh... I mean, I've seen something like this uh, before. I've seen this once before, something like it, uh, where it didn't really, like, it didn't eat them completely. Uh, it was like a, it was a he siren, you know, like a siren, but not female. It was, it was <laughs> very attractive blokes. One. Uh, I have never encountered such a thing. Do sirens even have genders? I mean, it's less Look, of a Look, all I know is they was very attractive and they look like blokes. <laughs> Why are you asking the difficult questions? I do not think that the sirens care about their gender. <laughs> God, you're ridiculous. I... Anyways, as you were saying... So, I would... Look, like, you know how sirens work, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the, With the song, they lure them in. I mean, that, look, uh, this boat, what's, what's your name again? Tall one. No. Big, strong guy. Dane. Dane. Sounds like the name of a cookie. I am Dane, and you are Bill. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Anywho, uh, <laughs> when Dane was in a, earlier, he looked like he was in a trance. Which, I mean, you know, sirens, like, kind of do that with their music. I didn't hear any music. Then again, he was looking into the past, so... Can you hear anything in the past? Is that like a... Or is it just, like, seeing... Uh, I think when we had described it, I don't think there was really much that I was really hearing as much as I just saw... Because I just saw the light. I The one thing I will say that I mentioned, I think, in the description in the beginning is you heard kind of like a, a little bit of a drone between yeah, your yeah. ears, which it just sort of was more like all your senses, including hearing, were kind of being overwhelmed and blocked out. Which maybe is part of why, you know, the gummy bears kind of work, just because it sort of hit a different sense, maybe. Yeah. It hit me with that smell, though. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it could be, uh, could be sirens, could be something else entirely. I doubt sirens come in a form where they have a large gaping mouth with many teeth. We're going to pass over the existence of sirens to go into large gaping mouth? I, I've i seen I've seen all kinds of things. I mean, I've, I, it could be possible. I once saw a creature that was literally made of feet. It was just a big ball of feet. It traversed. It, it's like, it's really cool. Uh, you encounter so many strange monsters. And I encounter things that want to kill me. Our lives are very different. I mean, uh, it's, it's my job to, you know, kill these things if they if they need to be killed. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's what I do. Uh, so, based on the information that we know, we know these things. It has teeth, big teeth, and probably lots of it, more than me. It is large. It lures them in with light. Like an anglerfish. Just like an anglerfish. Yes. It likes the water and does not consume these other creatures, but the humans have not returned. And it has volatile stomach acid. 
That is what we know. So, from what it sounds like, we could be dealing with a super huge mutant anglerfish. Theoretically, yes. Anglerfish don't get very big. The question, though, is... The anglerfish must have eaten the whole boats because there have been no reports of boats coming back or their shipwrecks being found. Either there must be very large or does not care for the, its prey. And also, either... Reasonably thinking, either it goes and swallows the things whole, which I do not think that this creature would do, or it, because it lures it in, there must be a, some other method. Perhaps tentacles. Perhaps, yes. Or maybe some vacuum, some way of drawing its prey closer to it. Suction feeding? Whirlpools? Pretty common. That is common among these aquatic things. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I love Dane's contemplative. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you two are going along with us on the boat. Yep, for sure. Alrighty. And with that, Cassandra pulls out what looks to be two contracts and two pens. Oh <laughs> my god, this is great. And hands them over. And on the top of the paper, like you could tell, like. Is it an NDA? <laughs> these are really for show. Because it says, We Solve It Incorporated on the top. <laughs> these are just liability papers, so, you know, you don't. You know, you don't sue us uh, if you, you know, die, if you lose any <laughs> This is a fucking, like, safari tour or some shit <laughs> rather than going off to fight, like, a giant monster. Or, you know, if Dane happens to eat you, whether by accident or on purpose, you know, you just... Can That's Clause 3, <laughs> Section 7. You know how I mentioned before how you could have been, or you, Tempest, could have been a liability like the last one? Yeah, someone decided to act a little, with a little too much bravado, and, um, yeah. Noted, no bravado. I'm not a bravado person. Just, just try not to go out in front of Dane or right. in Dane's way. <laughs> I imagine we're both getting a copy, so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Ashton will stick his hand in one of his uh, coat pockets and pull out, like, a set of, like, really tiny glasses and put them on. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. He'll just be reading really closely. Because he's never heard of, uh... We solved it. Yeah, he's never heard of you guys. Tempest is also reading it thoroughly, but just because they always read before they sign contracts. Do they basically just sort of see the language on it that you described? Basically, yeah. It's just to make sure that the two of them don't get any to, in any legal trouble with the people who decide to tag along with them. I love that this happens often. Just often enough. <laughs> but yeah, they will sign it and hand it over. Weird, but okay. Ashton will also sign the form, but instead of writing his actual name, he will write Bill. <laughs> <laughs> just Bill, no last name. Oh, God. Bill in giant, like, beautiful cursive letters. Gorgeous. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
So you've signed the contract, so I'm glad we got our liability waivers out of the way. Now the real mm -hmm. podcast can begin. <laughs> All that was preamble. You guys know a very simple thing you could do, you know, go out in the water and wait. But you have time, like we said, it's a long, long day. If we want to wait until, like, sunset, I think Tempest would probably go get their clam science done and out of the way so that they are free to continue work if they're not doing anything else. Dane uh, does have an idea. Because most of us are not proficient in fighting underwater, and I do not think we would bode well fighting on this home turf. We should find a way, if at all possible, to bring it somewhere more advantageous for us. Draw it into the shallows? The shallows, yes. Does Do the docks have a crane? God? God? <laughs> I've never seen a dock with a crane, but that is... Unless you're, like, a shipping port. Yeah, I'm gonna say probably not. Now, you might could get a boat with, like, a winch or something like that. That's a reasonable yeah. option, but... I think, yeah. Cassandra, with your vision, you have a sense of, like, you know this thing is very big. The idea of, like, hauling it in, even with a crane, is kind of a silly mm -hmm. prospect. This thing is, uh, it's pretty big. Yes. If we're, uh, if we're gonna go hunting, I'm gonna need to go, uh, grab a f grab a few things from my place. So, uh, if any of you wanna come with me, that's, uh, that's fine. But otherwise, I'm gonna... I'm gonna go grab my stuff. I could probably see about attempting to do maybe like a really powerful teleportation spell, but that will require a bit of time and materials. And it might not work. Tempest is more comfortable fighting underwater than they are on land simply because I think that in the time that they've had, they have probably like dealt with a moray eel or something while scuba diving, but that is the most of their experience. Oh, man. Tempest <gasps> like wrestling an eel. <laughs> That's a moray. Because... <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> so, um, at the mention of weapons, Dane perks up. Yes. Weapons. We shall need them. Anything in specific you want? Something big. Heavy. I got lots of those, big guy. You want to come with? I am curious. I will go with you, Bill. <laughs> okay, so I like the idea that Dane and Ashton are going off. And I think it does make sense, Tempest, for you to get clam science out of the way. Cassandra, you're a little bit of a wild card here. Are you going to stick with Dane? Are you pretty much attached to the hip? Or are you going to go do your own thing while you have this time? Just stick with Dane. Nowhere, getting nowhere near clam science. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'm saying there's, there could be a third option, yeah. like, especially if you no, want to, like... Um, I guess... What was it? Wait, Don't feel like you have so, to do something on your own, too. I know, I know, but it's like, hey, hey, hey Bill, so you've... So you're you're a monster hunter do you have weird monster parts i mean i have arms and legs those are attached to my body uh, i i don't have no, no. anything <laughs> no 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 i mean you know things you've collected oh yeah yeah this is like the annoying cis person being like what's in your pants <laughs> 
an octopus. <laughs> Knives. God. Or is it a squid? <laughs> he doesn't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I got, I got plenty of stuff. Uh, I got, uh, yeah, I got lots of things. So, would you be, uh, would you be interested in doing, well, say if you have something I would need for this powerful spell, would you be interested in trading? I also have parts myself. you have an eye of a Jabberwocky on you? I've been missing one of those. Hey, Dane, when was the last time we fought a Jabberwocky? Mm. <laughs> yesterday. Was it yesterday? <laughs> I do not know. Why was it yesterday? Dane has no concept of time and just said a word, either of which is great. <laughs> mm. The passage of time, I believe. No, not yesterday. Weeks, months, months, months ago, maybe. Hmm. It was that one time we were in that town, the the one with the supposed leprechaun at the front, holding the holding the pot, but not of gold, of chocolate. All right, the really short person. You're fighting the Keebler elves. Mm. Yeah. While you're having this conversation, you all hear this voice, but Ashton, you recognize it. It's from kind of one of the end of the docks. Like, oh, hey there. Oh, it's you again, huh? Oh, looks like you got yourself some friends this time. Hey, how's it? Uh, fancy bumping into you twice in one day, huh? Ashton's expression <laughs> goes from like somewhat complacent with all of you to just like straight up fucking, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you see that familiar man it looks like maybe he's out here to go do some fishing or something. Like he's yeah on the boat. He d- it doesn't seem like he was stalking you or anything like that, but he has noticed you again. He's uh, Ashton's gonna turn and wave to him. Just kind of little wave. Got loads of friends. Oh, these uh, these yeah. Uh, I don't think I've even seen. I, it's funny because you said you were you were from town, but I, I, it looks like these are your friends, and I haven't seen any of them before either. Are they all uh, new in town or something too? Yeah, he'll nod. Who's this, Bill? Oh, well, uh, welcome to. Uh, Spinfidge, it's always lovely to have uh, new folks in town. Is there a purpose to this conversation, small one? <laughs> God. Jane <laughs> and Fucking destroyed. What has he done? <laughs> 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 He was some of um, he was some of the folks from uh, doing some of the construction. You know, y'all with that uh, that group. Construction is the opposite of what I do. And that's all you're going to say about that. Oh, I yeah, you definitely uh, you definitely don't look like you're from around these parts. Uh, what's uh, what's your name there, big guy? Dane. Oh, Dane, that's a very. Very interesting name. Very sort of uh, kind of out there, exotic sounding. Fascinating. It's he's getting kind of name. more into like the nanny from that sitcom, so I'm trying to keep it down from that because of normally what happens <laughs> when I do this sort of a voice. That's really fascinating. <laughs> How about you go run along now and show all your friends? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
You gotta keep it down a little bit lower. Dane is an old name. Traditional. Oh, okay. So y'all aren't y'all aren't with the with the folks from that uh, that green corporation or whatever they're called, you know, doing the construction. What construction? I was like, oh, you know, they're doing um. Seems like maybe they were doing some refurbishment of the historical center and also setting up. You probably maybe you've seen like a few of their shops or whatever set up in like the shopping areas. You know, they're kind of moving in, which I mean, you know, he kind of leans up against a boat very much in the way that he was leaning up against your car earlier. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, just kind of moving in. I mean, Smenfidge is such a nice small town. It's always, you know, eventually, you know, the, the outsiders and the tourists get their fingers in and you know, then the folks start to come in with the big companies. I just figured maybe you were with them kind of surveying the place or something, you know, but seems like you're not. So that's always good to hear. He kind of looks all of you over very suspiciously. Yeah, just, uh, just some friends in from town. I just moved, you know, uh, not... They're old friends. I mean, I haven't seen them in a while. Called them in. It's like a reunion kind of deal. Roll manipulate someone because this is obviously a lie. And I yeah. think if he catches you <coughs> lying, then he's going to be extra suspicious. Ashton just wants him to shut up. <laughs> Yo, understandable. I kind of want him to shut up too, and I'm playing him. <laughs> <laughs> so what? This is... Plus charm. Yes. So the, my worst. Can yeah, I? Can we assist? Them. Cool. Let's see how this goes. Um, we'll see how the roll goes first. But it, absolutely, you'd have the option too. Look friendly. I have an idea. And Ashton's not gonna like it. Yeah, Dane looking friendly is terrifying. Oh shit! Oh, so I rolled a ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I rolled two fives, but it's minus Ow. one, so it's a nine. Ah. Uh... <laughs> All right, so if someone wants, this is actually perfect. If someone wants, I think this would be a great time to help out because that would be a pretty natural way to boost it to a 10. Yeah, can I assist? Um, and I have to declare what I'm doing, correct? Uh, yeah, absolutely, you have to because that, that changes the narrative stakes. <laughs> I, I think Tempest goes to sling an arm around his shoulder like Bugs. Yeah. Best friends. Oh, he cringes He cringes a bit when you do that. That's natural. <laughs> like, very, like very quietly in his ear. Just go with it. Um, yeah. And do I have to roll? Yes, you have to roll uh, cool. You're rolling to help out. I also have a negative to cool that comes out to a total of eight. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my, oh my god. Okay, so you do boost it up to a 10, but that means you draw some attention to yourself. It's like, oh, you're, uh, you're all one big group of buds, huh? Oh, interesting. Yeah. He does sort of believe you, but I think he, um, I don't know. He's just he's just still like, I think you've sort of drawn his attention maybe more like Tempest mm-hmm. by sort of doing the thing. And you kind of have a beat where you're not really sure what he's going to do. And then you hear another voice kind of walk up um, from the back. Oh, um, hey, guys there. How's that? How's everything going? And you see again, Tempest, I think you recognize them. It's that same girl with the jean jacket and the pants. I knew it was going to be. And walks up. And she's addressing this not to him, but to you all. And she's clearly acting like she's one of your friends. Hi, how's it going? Oh, no, it's great. I was just checking down um, by the beachside to see what the prices on boats were. Oh, is this, uh, who's this here? Were you, uh, you a friend of theirs? No, I was just, uh, yeah, no, I was just hanging around, um, Guess I'll uh, leave y'all to your, your stuff there. Still, uh, still waiting on that conversation. Maybe their friend. He sort of gestures at you, Ashen, and and sort of slinks off. Yeah, I'll hold you to it. Tempest will immediately remove their arm from Ashen and step away. <laughs> oh, dude, Ashen, Ashen will like glare at Tempest and go, never. 
in my personal space. All right. Please. Sorry. Cassandra looks to the two and it's like, you two really need to learn how to talk to people. Um. <laughs> Ouch. As soon as that guy kind of drops out of your shot, this girl sort of looks over y'all like, so yeah, locals, right? Um, so what have y'all figured out? I'm sorry. sorry. Mm-hmm. Arches an eyebrow. Seriously? Do y'all really think y'all are that subtle? Like, she gestures to the three of you, Tempest, Dane, and Cassandra, like, literally y'all are talking at speaking volume outside a cafe about sailors disappearing and monsters and all that shit. And you, and she gestures to you, like, seriously, like, you think anyone's gonna believe you get hit by that much seal acid in the face and everything's just fine? Like, you think I was born yesterday? Like, come on. What have y'all figured out? Swaps. Okay. Okay, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not going to tell you anything. Dane, get ready to eat them. <clears throat> no. Also, don't tell Dane what to do like that. <laughs> oh, no, that was me out of character. <laughs> I would never. I was like, hmm, bye. <laughs> then, then they were eaten. No. I'm going to be realist. I don't care about anybody who overhears anything. Most people don't tend to believe us anyway, so... I'm, I don't have much concern about anybody figuring out what's going on. And like, Ash, is there like a light pole next to Ashen? A light pole? Like, is there like a light pole near us? Eh, sure, fine. There's a light pole now. All right. Ashen will like do like that lean against it and he'll go, Lady, I am the definition of subtle. And then he'll like slip off of it. <laughs> but like everyone knows what Olivia's son looks like. You're not subtle, okay? Anyone who's in this business knows what we're looking for. Seriously, like, we, I mean, come on. Like, we're all here for the same reason. We can swap some information. Who's Olivia? How do you... Do I recognize her from anywhere? You said that people who are in the monster hunting business would know you, and your mom is very... I don't get the sense that your mom's, like, face was on magazines or anything like that, but, no, like, no, if you're no, in but the... they know who she is. Like, they're like, oh, man, did you, did you hear what she did the other day? Like, holy shit. They're like, yeah, stuff like that. I think this... It could very well be a situation where, you know, more people know you just from that than necessarily you know them, if that makes sense, even if you are, like, subtle about it. I, I don't even know that there needs to be a role to this. Do you think... Like, how often do you actually see people interact with them, that sort of thing? Are there conventions for monster hunters? Like There's a Facebook group. <laughs> There's a magazine. Dane would avoid those like the plague. <laughs> this is actually a very good world-building opportunity. Like, what um, do you do in the terms of, like, networking the monster hunting? Every, every now and then, like, you know, like, professional monster hunters like uh, Ashton's mom would have to work alongside maybe, like, two more um, monster hunters. And if it's like a really big job and, you know, his mom took him around all the time, like on every single job. So he would have recognized a few people if his mom had worked with them. But I imagine like from your description, she looks like pretty young. She looks younger than you. Um, maybe she not by a ton. Me. She looks kind of like I think you're like 27 or something. She looks maybe a little bit more kind yeah. of low mid 20s. She has like a little bit of the look of a, you know, kind of like you sort of said, like raggedy, like probably travels around, probably doesn't stay in one place for too long. I'd say that Ashton has had to like since he's been working on his own, he has had to work with other people. 
a few times, but I don't think he would have recognized this specific person okay. immediately. I think that's so, like, totally fine. It could have been like, oh, you saw me like on that one thing or whatever. You get the sense that maybe something like this is almost like a fan a little bit, like someone who knows their stuff. Your mom was the shit. So if you were someone who wanted to be a monster hunter and kind of had gotten into the community, you know, your mom was the shit. Yeah, they knew. They knew who she was. Yeah. um, So, I guess maybe this is a little bit, a little bit too forward, I guess. She extends her hand to you. Yeah, she's like, uh, M. Just just one letter? No, it's it's four, but it does sound like just the one. So, like... I mean, four M's would spell mmm. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's E M M E. She kind of gestures like, huh? Oh. She kind of oh. like looks at everyone else over, like, is he all right? And then looks back, like, you're uh, you're certainly as, as sharp witted as every as I expected, I guess. Uh, Bill, you need to do a mannerly thing here. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, he'll shake it. He'll, he'll shake her hand. Yeah, um, she grips it kind of firmly, takes it back. She looks over at everyone else, like, yeah. So, um. Pleasantries and introductions, I guess. Like I said, I'm M. Uh, who's everyone else here? I don't think I've seen... She looks at you, Tempest, and Cassandra. I don't think I've seen y'all before, and I know I haven't seen you before, because I'd remember that. She points to Dane. Tempest is not going to say a word until Cassandra gives them the go-ahead. Cassandra's not even paying attention to Tempest. <laughs> um, so Cassandra's like, uh, yeah... We're sort of more undercover with our operations, well, until the monster comes out, and then, well, it happens. But anyways, I Wait, I'm confused. You said undercover, but you also said you don't care who figures what out. Mostly because, well, it, it, it tends to be a phenomenon around me. People don't care what I happen to say, or they don't believe me until something happens. Well, that fucking sucks. Yeah, why do you think my name's Cassandra? Oh God. Okay. Yeah. No, that tracks. Yeah. No, like the like the Greek person or whatever that's always saying the shit. Like the Oracle. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, this is this is my partner Dane. You did you say Olivia? Yeah. No. You don't. She kind of looks like maybe slightly uh, apologetically slash guilty at Ashton. Like, uh, yeah, that's Olivia's kid. You don't recognize him? Yeah. Yeah. Again, who's Olivia? Uh, he'll take like M to the side and he'll be like, uh, yeah, they aren't really uh, well versed in you know, like the whole business. Uh, how long you been working? I've been working at this for about 10 years. I know who Olivia is. I just never didn't. I think you were asking that to her, but I still like that. Um, oh. I know I still like that Cassandra <laughs> answers it anyways, like out of offense, <laughs> like thinking the question is directed at her. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how dare you? <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, I. I, I guess I just didn't learn that she Right, like, you son. think, like, I don't know, you just sort of expect a little bit more bombasticness, but, you know. <laughs> he seems more at... Sometimes they're quiet. Yeah, he seems more at home at a shack in the woods than anything else. I'm so confused on what's happening right now. <laughs> I lost just... it. So, wait, okay, so I pulled M... To the side to ask her how long she was. You started to do that, and then Cassandra piped up. I guess in offense. Misheard. Yeah, like didn't didn't like, realize who the question the was. Uh, Em's okay. like, I think I think he's talking to me. I've been at this like I don't know, a few years now. Your mom's kind of what got me into it. 
It's like three, four. Probably closer to five or six. Yeah, all right. Uh, listen. So, I'm on the middle of, I'm, I'm in a job right now. Not really a job, more like I'm, I'm doing this because I feel like I want to do it, right? So, like, no one's paying me to do this that I know of. Unless, like, my mind's been wiped or something, which then, you know, there's a nice cash prize waiting for me at home. But, listen. It, it... I have a suspicion. Sorry to interject here. I just have a suspicion that at some point Ashton has thought that his mind was wiped and was very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there have been many nights where he's like, and then I'll walk in and they'll be like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the cash. Yeah, sorry, finish your thought. <laughs> yes. Um, he'll point to Tempest and be like, that one? They're new. They 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 study ocean things like creek like animals. I don't I don't get it really. And uh, these two. And then I'll point to uh Dane and Cassandra. I think they've been doing this for a while. I don't I, they seem to have that one Dane point is like points closer to Dane. Uh He's he's really he's really cool. I like him. He's he's real nice. But uh you know, we we've been on this case for like about like a couple of hours now. So we have a lot of information and we just can't spare like really too much at the moment. But um Oh. Yeah, no no that's fine. I mean um, like if you're if you have anything, we'd love to hear it. But Oh well I mean, you know, I I, I don't wanna interfere. I guess y'all aren't interested in like, I don't know. A map that would tell you exactly where it is. She kind of grins like a shit-eating grin a little bit. Tell me where this monster is. How were you able to chart it? Like, uh, well, you know, I mean, y'all didn't seem into, like, swapping information. So, you know, no no big deal. I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll figure it out. No, you will not go anywhere. Hey? You have information on where this creature is. I want to know. Ashton will look to Cassandra and, like, say, Can you, uh, see? Like, you gonna eat her? No, he's not. Like, trust me, I've spent enough times looking at things that are gonna eat me to know what's something that's looking at me when it's gonna eat me, and you don't have that look in your eyes. Yeah, don't don't mind Dane. You just happen to figure out where the monster is, and well, he's very excited about fighting monsters. He won't he won't hurt you. Ah, uh, all right. You sure about that? I've been working with this man for about ten years, of course. All right. And then I'll look back to her and be like. Okay, so they've been doing this shit for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> they just throws up a hand as kind of like, yeah. Dane's been of. doing it longer Maybe than I Maybe a little bit more. <laughs> but the main point is that, you know, if you, if you want in on this, you got to contribute, okay? You got to, you got to, if, if you have information, give it to us. We'll give you what we have. But there is a possibility you might have more than us. And then I'll start questioning how you got that. And it's all really just a big tumbleweed of bullshit. I really want to know what you have. So please just like explain, explain, please. Okay. Don't 
technically have the map. But, but, or you're enough, I do know where we can get it. And I was going to go take care of it myself, but, you know, seeing as y'all kind of, I mean, admittedly, it was something that was going to require some subtlety, which I'm not sure that, like, y'all are fully capable of, no offense. That being said, um, you might be able to help y'all. Um, y'all know the Sminfidge Historical Center? Yeah. So I have it on good authority that in the archives there is a map that pertains to just exactly this circumstance. See, from what I've been able to gather, our boy Sminfy actually had one foot, like, in the water on some of the paranormal shit. And I think there's something in that archive that they don't even know that they've got that can help us. I can get into an archive. Well, so I was going to kind of do the old sort of I mean, because I, I think, you know, they probably have it. They might even let us see it, but they definitely aren't going to let us keep it. So I was going to go for more of the, like, uh, paralegal checkout from the archives procedure after dark, if you follow me. Ah, uh, okay. I th think we should probably know if it's worthwhile before we decide to steal it. Well, you can always put it back. They are correct in this. I can probably get us access to any information they would have without doing illegal things, though keeping it, I can't promise. But illegal things are so much fun. Oh, yeah. I agree uh, with her. Illegal <laughs> things are the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like this one. Is it worth the complication if we don't know it's useful? If we can get it without any trouble, we should probably go through that route first. Thank you. If we can't, then we can do it the fun way. Uh, hey, um, idea? Mm -hmm. We all have uh, cell phones, right? Yeah. Yep. Why don't we just take a picture of it? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. No, it's, I'm pretty, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure if it works how I think it works, that a picture's not going to cut it. We're going to need the real hard copy. It's kind of like, you know, a little bit of one of those, like, national treasure situations where you got to, like, do something with it, and then it's going to be, like, all important shit. You know, like when he steals the Declaration oh. of Independence, that, that old movie, National Treasure. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah, I oh. love that movie. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to sneak it into my bag. We're going to get in the quote-unquote right way, but we're going to sneak it into my bag. He won't be able to find it. I understand now. So who is the Nick of Cage? Wait, is that a Nick Cage movie? <laughs> she whispers in Cassandra, yours like, he really is old, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Though I would probably say if anybody was Nick Cage in this situation, if we're talking about... Uh, a mess of a person trying to get something important that'd be Bill over here. He just looks the part, you know? Looks like looks like he'd be, like, divorced. Trying to get some, like, treasure to solve some mystery what or you, find a monster. What are you trying to say? Tempest is really Cassandra, amused. What are you... I said what I said. You're trying to say I can't hold a relationship? You, you're saying that, like... You know, I, I deserve to be divorced. What are you trying to say, Cassandra? You... I'm saying you look the part. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and just over here, sagely nodding, like, hmm. hmm. I think I know what this is. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, plan before we do all that. Uh, 
you, Dane, you're coming with me. We're going to go get some nice weapons and stuff, such. Uh, you, uh, Tempest, you're going to go do uh, clam science. That sounds like an innu innuendo. Uh, but, you know, have fun. Uh, have fun with clam science. Uh, Thanks. So, uh, Celeste, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, and <laughs> Who's Celeste? Who is Celeste? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm having to multitask because for some reason my pop filter isn't sticking. Oh, and you too? Yeah, and it's not. Are you holding it? Yeah. It's all good. Aww. It's all good, fam. Sweet person. I just, I just forced it into place and being like, you're staying there. All it is is just like, who is this, Celeste? Are you two seeing the spirits? I also want to establish that I think Tempest is going to the archive before they do their clam science, just to say that. Okay. Cassandra, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, I don't know if you're coming with me and Dane or if you're going to go do clam science. Uh, still sounds like an innuendo. Uh, you, M, or otherwise known as Mmm. Uh, That's my name. Don't wear it out, but do try to actually learn it. Nope, it's Mmm. All right. So you want to come with... Uh, uh, you want to come with group A, points to Tempest, and I imagine, I think, yeah, we said Cassandra was standing next to her or near her, or group B, and gestures to him and Dane. Well, I think I'm going to go with as, as fun as the two of you look, and she gestures to Dane and Ashton. I think I am, you know, the whole map thing's kind of my idea, so I think I should probably follow that through. But first, I think we might want to, like, take a look and deal with that. And she points out to the water and you all turn and you see washing up against the door of the docks is tons and tons of, at first I think you think it's debris, but then you realize it's chunks and pieces of different bodies. The most alarming thing that you notice are several human corpses, one of whom does float up and you realize despite his very gross state, he does have some very nice hair. Jim, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a lot of ghosts to talk to. Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. So I forgot to take off my headphones and they're wireless. <laughs> so I've been hearing this the whole time. Oh my goodness, gosh dang it, no! I've been exposed! 